Podcast friends, my name is David Lee and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking and starting your own business together. Let's go. Microphone check. Uh, I don't know why I still do microphone checks, but habit, right? They say it takes some time to create a habit and then that habit becomes like something in your life that is life-changing. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Um, I think what I should be talking about, uh, pardon for the beep, is how much do you charge for post-production, right? And I wanted to create this episode because I actually haven't really been involved in post-production um, for major projects in probably like a year and a half, two years, um, since I, I consciously made that choice, that choice to really focus and uh, market myself more as a, as a working cinematographer right to kind of get away from like the you know shoot and edit sort of scenario um but recently for two projects uh, and also for a third one coming up uh the last two projects one it was for a nonprofit, and i felt like you know the the mission statement the values that they um that they're bringing to um to like the los angeles community um and they're comp- they're a, a non-profit called mentor for change right and they basically um, help out uh, inner city youth um, and low income um, children of low income families who may not have an opportunity to perhaps go to like a four year college, or whatever it is, right? They they pair them with mentors in the field that they hope to be working for in the future, right? They're really, really cool in nonprofit. So I wanted to be able to do a commercial for them and to obviously edit it myself too, right? So there's that one. Um, and then another one for a corporate client who um, the, uh, the, agency is out in London. Uh, the director, a really cool guy, you know, so uh, I, I decided to, hey, if you do need me to do post pressure for this one, since I was there for two days, um, I can help out in, in this uh, in this fashion, right? Uh, so how much do you actually, you know, like, where do you start, right? How do you bill out? How do you even quote um, for post production? I feel like it's a lot easier to quote for production because there's like, uh, there's qualitative and quantitative things that you can um, price, right? There's day rates that need to be priced. There is equipment rentals that need to be priced. Uh, there's location fees that need to be priced, so on and so forth, production insurance. Uh, all, all, there's, there's things that you can basically line item and say, hey, there's this thing that we need, right? Not a want, this is, this is a thing that we need. This is how much it costs, right? And obviously you can negotiate certain things uh, perhaps that's a rental, perhaps that's a day rate, perhaps that's, you know, we really wanted this cool looking shot that involves all this stuff. Uh, it's going over budget. Maybe we need to tone that down a little bit, right? Post-production is different though, right? Because post-production, for the most part, you have your deliverables, right? Which again, is like a line item. You can say, hey, if you want, you know, 10 deliverables, this is how much 10 deliverables uh, is going to cost. Um, but where do you start, right? How much do you charge? Uh, what number do you even come up with? Uh, and for me, what I've seen in the past few years, post-production pretty much comes down to you know, two ways of quoting it, right? One, you can quote um, per hour. And then the other one is you can quote uh, like a fixed rate, basically, right? So um, it, you know, let's just say, okay, we want this company, this client needs 10 deliverables, 30 seconds each, uh, blah, 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 right? They want like, or maybe you only give them um, two to three revisions, right? And then based upon that, you could say, okay, well, hourly, it's probably going to take my guys, um, whatever, right? So it, it's going to take us like uh, 30, what's that? 30, like 36 hours to complete, right? And that 36 hours is broken up into, um, I don't know, like two, three weeks, whatever it is, right? 
depends on, on your workflow, how many people you have involved, right? Do you have like four editors working on this or do you have one editor working on this? Right. Uh, or do you charge like the fixed rate where I say, OK, well, you know, if you want these 10 deliverables, 30 seconds each, uh, I'm going to charge you five thousand dollars. Right. And that's just the number that you that you charge. And then most people, most clients who uh, I have worked with and, and other people who I've, I've talked, I've spoke to in the past, kind of just getting their ideas of like, you know, how much do do clients and agencies actually, you know, want like things kind of line items. A lot of them don't. Uh, you just come up with a number and they will either say yes or no or you kind of, you know, negotiate at that point, right? Uh, I prefer the fixed rate and say, you know, whatever the number is, right? It could be $2,000, $5,000, $20,000, whatever the number is. I prefer fixed rates rather than like hourly rate, right? Because at the end of the day, if you do a fixed rate, you should be already be calculating in your head, okay, how much, you know, uh, how much time on set is this taking away from me? Right. Because if I'm, if I'm not on set and if I'm if, if I'm physically, you know, I mean, you know, physically, right, virtually editing something, that means that I can't be on set. Right. And that means I'm losing out on those day rates um, because you will eventually get to a point where like you either have to choose you're either going to be on set. I mean, not like, you know, you're, you're choosing to be an editor, but you there are times where you're like, I, I can't be on set because I need to finish this edit for this client. Right. So you need to factor that in and say, OK, well, if I can't be on set working on a new project or a, a, continu a continuation of, of a campaign that we've been working on with a different client, uh, that means that I need to recoup that that um, uh, that profit loss. Right. Or that potential profit loss. So I like doing fixed rates. Um, hourly rates can also work too for, for certain clients that you want to know, like, uh, based upon like their billing, they just have to bill hourly, uh, which is really kind of stupid because if you think about it, right, you, you let's just say like a project could, could take like, uh, 24 total hours. Right. But realistically you're like, uh, we could probably get this done in 12 hours. Right. But you know, they have to bill hourly. So, you know, there's no sense in billing like, oh, I'm gonna bill you for like eleven hours. It's like, no, just bill them fucking twenty-four hours, right? And then what I do, right, to kind of be a nice guy, is to say whatever hours that we don't use, then we can move that towards um the next project, right? Let's just so let's just say that this project is a two-part project. They just need something immediately. They need like a 90 second brand film, uh, and then they need like a 15 second vertical, quick little like, you know, soundbite thing, right? And that's the immediate one, right? But they also need like, um, you know, like 10, 30 second versions, right? But the, but the thing that they need immediately is a 90 second brand, uh, brand film and then a 15 second vertical like teaser kind of thing, all right? And so let's just say, okay, I'm gonna charge you guys, you know, $3,000 um, for just these two deliverables. And then whatever hours that we don't, that we don't use, they will go into uh, creating those 10, 30 second deliverables, right? And then whatever the number is, is like the, whatever the number is, you know, cause it, 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 you know, some people are faster, some people are slower. It just depends on <clears throat> on experience and your workflow, right? Uh, nothing is right or wrong. Uh, it's just, you know, uh, what's the word? You know how some people are just faster doing stuff than other people, right? And that, that's just like how it is, right? Their brains just work in a different like mode, right? They just think differently and they're able to organize, they're able to like Tetris things in your mind, in their mind more efficiently, right? Some people are really good at it. Some people are, um, slower, slower at it. Right. And again, it's not right or wrong. It's just, that's just who, who we are. Right. It's like, I'm not going to be fucking six ten uh, playing in the NBA. Right. That, 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 that just ain't, ain't, ain't reality. You know what I'm saying? 
For some other people, they are 16 and they are going to play in the NBA, right? And that's just how it is, right? Uh, so yeah, how much do you do you charge for for posts? Uh, you can look at uh, general rates, um, such as like if you go and like staff me up, I think uh, they have updated their um, average rates for post production, and they break it down by, by category, uh, by like TV, by um, by commercial, by film, stuff like that, right? So you can kind of look in and see what the average like weekly rate is. And then you can break that down into like an hourly rate, right? I think for the most part, it kind of just depends, you know, is this corporate? Is this like YouTube? Is it advertising, right? The rates differ. You can go from like, you know, $1,000 a week editing to like, you know, $5,000 a week for editing, right? And then that, that a week uh, could be four days, could be five days, right? So kind of just look at that average and then just see what makes sense for you. Um, that is a number that can work for you in regards to um, keeping your profit, right? Keeping your profit margins, right? And then realistically, just look at it. Like, say, if this is like the easiest, if this is like an easy project, it's up to you. You can either, you can overcharge for it or you can just, you know, charge fair for it. I charge fair if it's an easy project, you know what I'm saying? More like there's barely, it's more about just putting pieces of the puzzle together rather than creating like a narrative, right? If you're creating a narrative, I would charge up the ass for that, right? Because that takes a lot of creative work. That takes a lot of effort that create that it's, it's guaranteed to be a lot of meetings back and forth. Um, and, and again, like typically when you are involved, if you, if you have to be involved in a project like that, where you're actually creating the narrative, um, I, again, I would charge up the ass for it, right? Because now you are the creative agency, right? And, and that's why they get paid a lot of money, right? Creative, creative agencies get paid a lot of money because they have to sit through fucking weeks and months of like, you know, creating a story and, 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 and letting the client talking to the client and say, okay, this is the story, right? If you agree with it, then this is the story that we're going to make. Right. Uh, so, so hopefully you get to that point where you, you can move past that and start working with agencies that already are creating the stories. Right. And you literally just show up, have to shoot the thing, get the hell out go on to the next one, right? Which is what I prefer to do, right? I prefer to be on set. I prefer pre-production. I prefer the production days. Um, I prefer the the mode of, of working as a cinematographer and, and not having to do anything in post-production, right? Again, unless it's my own thing, unless it's my own film, short film, documentary, uh, anything in that in that realm where like I have full creative control, right? Then cool. Then I, I will spend as much time as needed on post-production, all right? Um, so hopefully I answered this question, uh, in the best, to the best of my ability. Again, like, you know, I would say, just look at the, go to staffmeup.com, look at the average rates for different categories for advertising, for corporate, for, um, YouTube, YouTube. I would, I would ballpark that into like, um, or yeah, I guess ballpark is the word. I would ballpark that, that into, uh, content creation. Right. Um, and again, there are different categories, right? So just look at the, the week, the average rates for those, and they go into your own, um, your own like financial system that you have and say, okay, you know, how much would I charge based upon, uh, based upon your dairy for being on set? And then how much is that going to affect you if you can't be on set? Right. Uh, and then, and then again, kind of like, uh, kind of A and B that with like, okay, A is like, you know, your column A is, is all of the average, um, uh, like weekly rates. And then B is like, okay, how much do I make on set, uh, as a DP, as a cinematographer. Right. And then 
how can we um how can we marry the two to find a, a balance between between the both that is a number for you um that makes makes sense for you to stay at home and, and edit stuff right okay short short and simple uh but hopefully this episode helped you guys out in some way shape or form hopefully it did if you if it did uh send me an email send me a dm let me know if you like this type of of content right and uh, i will do my best to make more of it other than that please rate the uh podcast on itunes apple po- whatever the fuck it's called i don't even know anymore i don't keep up with this stuff uh rate it subject rate it anywhere i don't know i don't care actually i do care so please rate it uh where it is uh, most noticeable and uh, please follow the podcast i would appreciate it i will catch you guys in next week's podcast episode bye-bye